0: You're listening to The Stephen McGarvey Podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify.
1: It's your first cruise?
0: never my third. And you? No uno. Oh, then you are going to
1: positively adore it. With the, the, the matter, the real matter of my, my job is not exactly the music, but it's to be able to touch people. Music, maybe just a vehicle. For me to bring joy and happiness to people and that's what made me fulfill me a lot now here's your host stephen mcgarvey
0: so we have the privilege of sitting together with rogerio tutti and he's a virtuoso pianist and we had the privilege of sitting through one of his concerts the other day on this ship and uh, got into a conversation with you just out on the back deck and asked if you'd be willing to do a podcast and part of our purpose in doing these podcasts are finding people that are exceptional at what they do and finding out a bit about how they think how they practice, what makes them so good at what they do. So tell us a bit tell us the audience a bit about your background where were you born, how did you get started were your parents musicians, give us a bit background
1: well first of all thank you very much for having me here it's a great great pleasure and it was a lot of fun to talk already <laughs> when you we were in the back deck but it's it's great to be able to expose to share a little bit of my story it's always a pleasure of course uh, well I grew up in, in I'm originally from Brazil I grew up in Brazil in the uh, it's a city three hours from São Paulo City so uh, I started having piano lessons down there and actually i don't have uh, my i don't have any musical background because my family nobody really played anything so no musicians around and but the only thing is that my dad he always liked uh, music he when he was a kid he wanted to get an accordion to play and he always liked uh, the key instruments you know the keyboards and so on and so as soon as he had a chance he bought a small keyboard and then we started learning my brother and i we started learning uh, and pretty soon i found, i fell in love and started practicing and and then i knew i was gonna do something with music i'm gonna i was gonna be a musician
0: and is your brother as successful as, mu- as a musician
1: as you are no, no. He, after one year, he quit classes lessons and now he's a very successful, he, he owns a, a business, he does like beautiful furniture and so on. So he, he's an, an artist in a different way. Artist in a different yeah. way, yeah, I was just thinking
0: yeah. that. And so the music, what got you involved in music? What do you like about music? So you said your dad, I think you mentioned during our conversation, your dad bought a keyboard. And uh, how did you get started? Was it a, yeah. a piano, just something you wanted to play?
1: Yeah, so as, since I didn't have any background, since I had, I had no musicians around, I didn't know what a musician is, Well, I didn't know... Oh, I, I knew nothing about music, you know? So for me, it was just, okay, I was taking the, the piano lessons. Of course, as soon as I took the lesson, I started practicing, I fell in love, with, well, with being able to do music, that's one thing of course, but uh, the fact that if I stay there and I, I, pract- I while facing any challenge, uh, facing something that I was not able to do it, I, I couldn't do this passage for instance, let's say whatever passage, that fascinated me, the fact that I, if I stay there, practice, uh, insist, uh, that, and then later on I could make it, that fascinated me, like, to overcome challenges to, you know overcome whatever it comes in front of me, and that depends only upon my effort to do it, that I've, I love it. that that's almost like a discovering, almost having a freedom <laughs> you know, because only depends on my effort, on my practicing to be able to acquire or to reach some yeah. Success level. Well,
0: it, It's interesting that you say that because I started taking music a little while ago myself and I'm learning from scratch, learning how to read, learning how to... And it's like a whole new language and, and it's taking time. My instructor said my weakest part is my reading. So he said when you're gone, make sure you focus on that. And one of the things that I, I found that you said is really, really interesting, it sounds like you thrived on being out of your comfort zone, on taking the passages that you had the challenges with and actually pushing yourself through those rather than just practicing the stuff you're already good at. Is, is that the case? Yeah, this,
1: this is a good, very good point. Uh, and for instance, uh, there was a point in my repertoire I like so much what you just said, but there, that there was a, <clears throat> a point that I had in my repertoire only very, very difficult piano pieces, you know, like really, really hard pieces, you know, Brahms, Paganini variations, Stravinsky, Petrushka, I was playing all, all those really hard heavy demanding technical pieces because I like so much the fact of of, of, of like uh, of the challenge out of the comfort zone know, like to yeah. to be out of that and and the overcoming because I felt that wow if I play this difficult piece I can Overcoming all these difficulties, I'm gonna be a better pianist. I'm gonna be a better person. I'm gonna be better, and that I like it very much. And
0: yeah. when it when it comes to music, I've heard before that some musicians actually see the the music. They they see the compositions in their mind. Do you hear it? Do you see it? how How do you how do you go about creating music?
1: Well, that's so, because one point what I've been talking now. One point is as a performer, interpreter. So I have I take s- someone's uh, music and play, and that's one aspect of the the musician life. And the other is the creative process. That this is a blank page. <laughs> and this is total total freedom. And it's even... Sometimes it is It is even scary to be... Okay, I'm going to write a music where to let go. And
0: what? that, does, What's going to be, you know? Does that start in your imagination? Do you imagine it in your mind? Do you sketch it out on paper? What's your yeah, process I, I, that you go through?
1: A lot of things happened uh, while... Because there was the practicing. I'm there playing, practicing with a certain goal and this and that. But there's a time that I relax. I start just playing myself, and that's like, without really, without any pressure or whatever, just start uh, creating and sometimes there are a lot of things that come up uh, from that. Uh, Also, there is there are times that I for instance, there was one music that I wrote uh, recently for a concert, and that was like a sort of a commission, I was committed to write that music I had already, the performance so I had to write, so I had to do something, and I didn't know what to do. And it happens that I woke up woke up with a theme in my mind. I just woke up and I was like, hmm, I found... And then, and then I, I and sang. not singing, because... It's not, <laughs> but but yeah. In my mind, I was singing. In my mind, oh. Then I, I went straight to the piano in the morning just to have like I put all the notes together. Wrote the melody, I wrote everything, and that was the the main idea, the main theme idea of the music. And at the same day, uh, at night, I finished that composition. It was really easy after that theme came up, but this, those are events that is just out of the control, it just happens. Uh,
0: And in your show the other night, you mentioned a bit about your musical background and some of the places that you had trained. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yes, well, I started in Brazil, the local teacher there, but uh, then... Uh, I took part in some piano competitions. Uh, I got some prizes, which I got a scholarship. I went to Cuba. Oh, wow, Cuba. Yeah, uh, after a competition there. And actually, my first piano competition was an international <laughs> piano competition. Wow. <laughs> in Cuba. That was a big challenge, actually. But then I, I we stayed there. It's a, we say Cuba, but it's a totally Russian school because they, they had a big agreement in, in the time of Soviet Union so they have all Russian school. I also stayed some time in Russia in Moscow Conservatory uh, in a special program. Uh, then I went to the US in Boston at the New England Conservatory which I love, I still love Boston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of my favorite cities so far. And. Then I came back to Brazil. Uh, I presented a TV show down there in Brazil in a national television uh, called uh, Vida, And I had this uh, weekly program that I had some guests playing. I played, I would talk about music. It was all music, uh, piano music focused. Um, Then I started practicing, uh, playing a lot, performing, performing a lot. I moved to New York City, that's where I'm based now, and from New York I travel, that's where I'm based for all my tours, traveling and And
0: and How much of the year would you say you're traveling, performing, is there a percentage roughly of the year that you're doing that?
1: Uh, There, I don't really count in this way, but I travel, I travel a lot. A lot. A lot. I I don't know how many because it's so maybe if i would estimate i'll travel for i don't know through. well if i put all together you know block up all together i'll be traveling three four months i don't know of the year, but yeah, but I, I didn't count. Yeah. It, uh, I, I, it's not correct that. <laughs> but, and you
0: have uh, you have a new album coming out. My understanding is that correct.
1: Yes, yes. This new album is very special for me. It's uh, this. Although I have composed before, I wrote uh, a lot of music before. This is my first uh, album that has only my own compositions. It's all original music which I'm very excited about. This is a solo piano. Uh, It's not for piano and orchestra. It's just a solo piano album with our new new music. And it's called Immersion. Immersion is like a... Immersion. It's a travel inside Mm -hmm. ourselves. Okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, In a way that... uh, You know, in the... Search of your true self. Uh, it is a very deep, introspective yeah. <laughs> uh, search, and oh, you you debate. I think it's a uh, debate in how can I say that. Hmm debating myself, like, with how my challenge, my, uh, I had that in in Portuguese, like, I I wish I could speak Portuguese,
0: it would make both our lives easier on this one.
1: (laughs) It is like, uh, you know when we you search when we search inside ourselves yeah. there's a lot of challenge a lot of uh, pathways that we go through that in order to overcome you have to face it yes the, and, and this challenge of facing it uh, it re- requires a lot of uh, grandness in a way yeah. so that's the direction of the immersion you immerse in yourself. And and then you. show up and. Do you have a
0: particular piece from this new album that that's that's extra special to you? Well, this the the
1: the, the one piece is called Immersion. Immersion. Is one one of the pieces that yeah. takes the name of the album, uh, but there there is also the one that's called Memories. Uh, uh, so. Uh, so basically, you're saying that your musical compositions those pieces that you compose yourself are your way of ex- externally expressing your internal thought life and your internal challenges oh, it, uh, and your internal what's going on inside of you good bad oh it, it always, and all yes, the important things it always that you... is and um, in, in a way uh, composing is much more evident those aspects mm. it, it comes out, out much more but in a way as a mm-hmm. musician even when i go on stage uh there is a sense of being naked completely naked mm-hmm. of what what you are or what you do and so on and the comp- composition uh throws up much more those aspects mm-hmm. it's much more exposure at, at least it's my feeling you know because it's just true it's true what it is what it is. There, you know. So, is it very different for you when you are performing other people's works versus when you
0: are performing your own composition, or do you always feel that nakedness? No,
1: I always feel that. Always, I always feel okay. that. I always feel. Of course, there, there is a difference in, in. Well, when I don't not even know how to say, but it's it's different to to play something that that I wrote. Yeah. It kind of makes. No, well, the relation is it's it's true there, you know, I'm I'm there completely in a not that I'm not when I play other people's piece, but it is just like a, of course I'm a few more close to that. But in the res- the final result I don't think it is there is a difference, you know, when mm. I'm on stage, I don't think it's it's I I wanna I like to go deep anyway mm. in any piece I play. But uh, I think the fact that it is... I think this aspect of showing yourself everything, you know, like... Uh, maybe you're a writer, when you although you can write for whatever, you you show you there you
0: show your well, the essence, thing there. the thing I liked about your presentation the most is you come across so congruently like so natural on stage and your humor comes through and you interact and engage with the audience and you uh, you sit down at that piano and watching your hands move they had some extra cameras uh, narrowed in on your hands so the audience could actually see your hands moving and it, it's it's quite remarkable it's almost like they just work independently up there the the, the hands seem to do their own thing what's your experience when you're when you're playing when you're are you in in a in a zone are you do you go into a certain state are you aware of the audience are you uh, what's your how how would you describe your experience you sit down at that piano and what
1: well the more connected i am with the music the better of course uh, and this is the deepest we can get to it but uh of course the 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 practical part of the performance when we are there acting there is a lot of movements happening and this uh, has to be already uh, solved let's say like this uh, no matter what happens all that has to work of the machine has to be done and working and that's what practicing does the practice in the preparation does take care of uh, uh, do take care of those aspects of yeah. performance but the more connected to the music the more uh, concentrated and it is a, it is a it's a deep inside process like to to be it's an internal process to 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 be there that's why like it's so I feel so naked because when I'm playing there it is what it is yeah. you know? it is it is true uh, well it's live too so it, it's it's, live.
0: if you make an error it, it's kind of like this conversation if, yeah. if something doesn't quite go the way we thought it, would, it it's captured yeah. so the audience is there the audience is, is experiencing the live performance and so I, I guess that's where all those hours and hours of practice ahead of time put you in a, in a state where you just have that confidence to give them your best and give them your all
1: yeah this is so it, it is exactly that process you put it in very well in words like this. Uh, but there is one aspect that you have to take in mind is that although it can be prepared, it can be all done, it can be confidences, it's out there. But it is always a blank page. It is always start from zero. I go to on stage it's zero. I didn't mean anything. I enter there, I it's nothing, zero. It starts from scratch there, you know, the performance yeah. starts there. Uh, uh, I have to conquer the audience in the same way, but from zero. Nothing yeah. nothing guaranteed. Uh, because I can be... I even was watching... I, I, I think I mentioned... you. I don't know if I mentioned you, but uh, Pavarotti, there's this new documentary he released, Yeah. and he said the interviewer was saying oh but you have because he was it uh, was called the high seas you know, because he it was very special high notes that he would give and the interviewer was saying but are you always sure that those high notes is gonna come out and he was saying yeah yes you you can be prepared after preparation and so on you and it's okay but then the yes but are you always sure that this is going to come out? He said, no. <laughs> Never, sure. <laughs> Never sure. Never sure. Never <laughs> sure. Never sure. And but, still willing to
0: take that risk. But
1: that's the beauty of... Uh, and he continues. But that's the beauty of, of my profession. Yeah. Uh, that's the beauty yeah. of... It is... It is it, the, the risk is uh, exciting, in a way. Like, the risk of being... I'm zero. I don't know what's going to happen there. Because it can be everything yeah so
0: a couple other questions i'm sure the listeners want to know you perform in front of large audiences you perform on a regular basis do you still get that that nervousness or do you call it excitement or you know people wonder for speakers or 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 for musicians or entertainers do they still get that
1: uh it is always excited.
0: It's always exciting,
1: <laughs> always exciting so it's it's, it's
0: it's interesting because that that feeling could be interpreted as either nervousness or excitement, yeah. yet you choose to interpret it as excitement it's
1: exciting because okay uh, you can say, okay, the nervousness is always there, of course, but it's how you face it, you know, yeah uh, because for me I I, I I say it's exciting because i I always like. Stage, yeah. I, I liked. Uh, even though I was beginning when I was beginning the piano, I liked to be on stage. I liked to do it. Although I'm, I'm saying I like it, but I was not prepared. Or I didn't have any requirements to to be when I was start when I was beginning. But even though I like it, so that made it in a way easier to develop. Uh, like a lot of people, well, in the school they say, oh, stage fright, and you going to be. And that can damage a lot the performance yeah so but for my case I this was an exciting uh, excitement like I'm gonna go there and (laughs) let's go let's do it although it's completely it's a high risk
0: yeah when you're when you're putting yourself on the line like that i suppose it's always high risk yeah it's always, always. and that's part of it sounds like that's part of the excitement that you get out of it yeah. and that that keeps you going so one of the the key takeaways from our conversation the other day and it came up today again is that whole idea of being comfortable pushing outside of your comfort zone so that that thrill of picking a piece that's a difficult piece and putting the time and energy into conquering that mastering that practicing your way through it and and getting through to a, a, a level of expertise where you can play something that initially was difficult and, and i think in in life in general i think too many people stop when they find something difficult they stop and back off and go back to what they're comfortable with and it sounds like you thrive on that uh, that edge <laughs> of of your comfort zone and pushing yeah. through that
1: yeah yeah i think it, you know to have a Artistic career—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's always going to be a, a risk, you know. Uh, if a son would say, oh, what am I going to be when you grow up?" and they say, oh, "I'm going to be a doctor," oh, beautiful, nice. <laughs> I'm going to be a lawyer, oh, amazing. I'm going to be a singer. Huh? What? No, but i am asking your profession. What are you going to do for profession? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm gonna always make always a like what are going to make a living? So it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> always <laughs> like. How it's gonna be there? Uh, so it's always questioning, and yeah. it is a risk anyway. Uh, but I think it's beautiful. I, I don't, f- I don't feel myself doing anything else than doing music. Or, you know, uh, it allowed me to realize so, m- so many internal things in myself to discover myself. So. so in so many aspects that I couldn't see myself doing anything else. That's
0: fantastic. And one of the things that I I always question when someone's as successful as you are, um, did you get discouraged along the way at any time? Were there ever times where you thought of giving up or or people around you discourage you I and mean, you alluded to that a little bit with that you know what are you going to do for a living and most people if, if they say I'm going to be a professional actor or a professional musician uh, the chances of, of actually succeeding at that are are slim and it takes a lot of perseverance a lot of dedication and commitment um, what, what's, what was your journey like through all of that any any points of discouragement for yourself
1: no never nobody discouraged myself never that's fantastic no I'm the that's biggest fantastic. liar ever
0: <laughs> so tell us about this because our, our listeners are going to want to know Like, did, it, did he just sail through yeah. this or were there those points of discouragement? And if so, how did you get through them? I,
1: I think, you know, he, if you talk <laughs> to any artist, any many people in this field, in person in this field, it's going to. There are many cases like that because it it is our risk and, and the pathway is different for issues, like everyone is a different pathway. You you can say even like an entrepreneur, you say I'm going to open a business doing this. You kind of have a way out. You have to work in your product to do this or you a restaurant, you have to do this, this and this. There's always uh, a way to do it. In an artist field okay, you can say that maybe there is there are some ways, but it is so individual because the 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 product is is like a so personal, so yeah. individual. Well, almost like a fingerprint. Yeah. It's, it's so a, unique. It's a fingerprint. Yes. Yeah. 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 So there is no not much pathway. So uh, I had a lot of challenges, uh, even like uh, the being questioning, uh, being questioned uh, about how was. What I was gonna do in my life? What was gonna be my profession? Come on, music is not a what, It's not a job. This and that. And it, it, it was very hard when you were in that position. It's very hard because it, in and mainly me because I was not surrounded to any example of uh, successful uh, musicians or artists around. So and not my family, but not surrounded at all. Uh, that was really hard and when you are in that field you say okay yes but what am I going to do and this and that but looking back I think it is good in a way to be questioned uh, to be put on against the wall You know about that because that made, made me st- stronger in a way because uh, one have to believe one has to believe in, in his himself and trust yeah. in what you do in, in order to succeed there's no no other way there's no other source of uh, yeah. well there's no security you have to find the security uh, point inside uh ourselves. So. And
0: so what does the future hold for you? You're, you're a young guy, you're super successful, you live in New York City. I mean, it, it sounds like an I- ideal uh, life. Where Where do you plan on going from here? What's next?
1: Uh, I, I love the fact to be working with music already. Uh, it is worth it already, the fact that I do that. And in doing music, uh, I believe that being on stage is not only working with the, the, the matter, the real matter of my, my job is not exactly the music, but it's to be able to touch people. Music may be just a vehicle for me to bring joy and happiness to people. And that's what made me, fulfill me a lot. So, I'm already very happy to be doing that. Uh, my next step, of course, I, I will continue doing music. Uh, these compositions, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start working more and more in my own compositions and, and, and doing more recordings too. Uh, my next uh, event, the big event I'm doing is uh, we are building a full orchestra. Uh, to it's gonna be in New York uh, city area but we're building from scratch a full orchestra full orchestra wow yeah. so <laughs> now we are finishing to uh, to build up the the uh, the structure the paper th- structure of the orchestra and then to move on and doing this probably in the towards the end of this year we're going to be already with the orchestra and and build up our season and that's the biggest uh, uh, let's say challenge the biggest event that I I have from now on
0: and the listeners that want to get a sense of your style you're playing where do they find you? are you on YouTube? are you can they where do they get a hold of you? how can they how can they get a sample of what we heard the other night in your performance?
1: (laughs) well uh, everything you can if you search my name, everything is is on the digital platforms like, uh, well, YouTube of course, but uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, now all, all other digital platforms. Uh, I have all my recordings there, uh, and YouTube. You can search, uh, you can f- find some videos of my performance too, some yeah. productions that I did. So I'm out there. Just search my name, Rogerio Tucci
0: perfect. Well, I would encourage everybody to do that because yeah. we really got a lot out of your performance and you have such a way of engaging with the audience. Yeah. Uh, we've listened to musicians before that are they're great musicians and, and, and not that great at engaging with the audience themselves, but you brought everybody into the performance and, and really had a conversation with us at, at different points in your performance, so uh-huh. very much enjoyed it. And I know you've got to be on stage shortly, uh, so I okay. want to just thank you so much for taking the time to be with us and to share some of your uh, your journey with us and to to share this with uh, with others that are listening in as well so an absolute pleasure meeting you and uh natalie any last comments or i've
1: i've got to go get ready for your performance i will not <laughs> miss it i'm looking so forward to it it's um, uh, it, it's a pleasure to sit and hear you play the piano so masterfully uh thank you very very much it was so nice to join you guys here and have this beautiful conversation you're such you know such a big heart here <laughs> to feel, we can feel here, so... If,
0: said, if somebody said to you, I want to be successful like you in, in music, if you were to give them, summarize and give them three points, to, to do this, to do this, and to do this, or to... What would the advice be if you were to distill it into three points?
1: Uh, of course, the musical aspect, In, we would say three points... The music matter. let's say, like this has to be uh, finalized, has to be prepared and finalized, so this will require, okay, if you want to be a pianist, go study, practice, and build up your, the best, to be the best pianist as you can, and that's one, one point, and this, there's no magic formula, so you have to... Build that, and that's one thing. Uh, the other, uh, I would say, uh, to, uh, to the, the relationship, the the well, who you associate with. So to have relation, musical relation, that can be bu- build up a lot. Uh, the well, the career, the positioning where you wanna be. Yeah. Uh, and this, I'm saying, like relation. It, in a way that can be relation to play together or this or that yeah. or relation to be some model to see you oh i wanna that to be to be that direction this and that yeah and the third thing will be the strategy the strategy uh, which you'll be like what what fields to analyze uh, where you are because in a way uh, you you you're gonna work and you're gonna show your artist your arts to to people you have to do that so you have to uh, to to think strategically, uh, where I'm gonna position my my music I'm my music's not suitable for this but might be suitable for that mm-hmm. so I'm going to that field so it's just thinking, this is would be a little bit of marketing of, of, of yeah. business side of music you know so I would say like the artist side would be the preparation of the music the social would be like the relation then where you wanna yeah uh, and the third one is like positioning like your the business side yeah so where
0: are you now and where do you yeah. want to get to where do you want to be yeah, exactly. and then how do you map that out exactly it, yeah. it, it's funny we have a, a book coming out shortly and one of the things we talk about is that that strategy and our, uh, understanding our current state and where we're at and how our thinking impacts our emotions which drives our behavior and then having a clear strategy on where i want to go or where i want to influence someone to. how do i want them to be thinking what do i want them to be feeling and what do i want them to be doing yeah. and you uh you clearly have done a very good job of that and continue to do so well we wish you all the best of success with the orchestra and putting that together sounds really exciting and again thank you so much for being so generous with your time and for sharing your uh, knowledge and your your journey with us and uh, I just want to say we're really looking forward to seeing you shortly at another performance and thank you again for your time Uh,
1: thank you very much